You're listening to Bellwether's podcast with Matthews Joseph. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into Bellwether's podcast. This is Matthews Joseph, your host, and today we have Ricky Raymond George. Ricky Raymond George is actually an entrepreneur and creative consultant from Hyderabad, India. He's also a musician and a guitarist as well at, at his band called Check. And he's also the co-founder of Outcast and the whole She Band. And more importantly, he was also the director of The Blessing, the Tamil version of the song The Blessing, which was released recently, which was done with an entirely virtual choir. So we have Ricky Raymond George from Outcast and whole She Band over here. Ricky Raymond George, welcome to Belvedere's podcast. Thank you so much, Matthew. It's an honor for me to be here. Uh, honestly, uh, I'm so blessed to be around people like you. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, thanks again. <laughs> no, 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 thank you so much for those words. You know, it's actually, you know, it's actually a great, you know, that, that's the greatest compliment that we can get. No, but yeah, uh, but you know, thank you so much for being with us on the show. And it's actually an absolute pleasure and an even greater honor to have you on the on the show. Absolutely, absolutely. Cool. So, thank do you mind so like sharing about yourself a couple of in in a in a very short couple of sentences about uh, about Outcast and Hoshi Bag? You know, just like the small story because just like the trailer. So we'll get into the bigger movie sooner. Okay, a little bit about myself. Uh, my name is Ricky Raymond George. Uh, I come from seven different ethnicities. I grew up uh, all over India, and if you know anything about India, you know the fact that India is multi-ethnic uh, country. So you have so many people from different states. So I grew up in a house speaking English because my mom didn't know how to speak my dad's language. My dad didn't know how to speak my mom's language. So that was my upbringing. Uh, my mom and dad are missionaries. They were pastors, and so we used to serve in in different states and cities. And so that's why I had to move different schools. So I grew up. By the time I made friends, I moved to another city. Yeah. So that's 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 basically my upbringing. Uh, but and I also uh, 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 so for me, I always learned that I think life happened to be very early. Uh, the reason why I'm saying this is because I got married young. At least in India, it's getting married at 24. is is quite a big deal okay so i got married on 24 i finished one year actually in fact i finished one year a few days back um and i'm so excited it's been a great journey i and uh, my beautiful wife uh, bula john she is a fashion designer uh, a, uh, an entrepreneur and uh, a philanthropist in her in her own way uh, and she also like she's a she's a she's a boss lady uh, she challenges me every day and i think I am who I am because I'm surrounded by people who are better than me, and she is one of them. Yeah, that's a little bit about me. Uh, how I started my company, um, uh, I again, like I said, life happened to me way early. I I I was working. I wanted to go, do college abroad, but nothing happened. I think we'll get into the details of that later, but nothing happened, and so I said, okay, fine. Uh, looks like I can't go abroad and learn more. I got to learn from experience in life, so I started a company called the Whole Shebang. uh and we started whole shebang and then i remember working very much towards um the advertising field so much i i i said hey i could use this uh to help churches in india so i decided to start another organization called outcast which is helping churches and educating them the power of marketing advertising and social and so that's how i started those two organizations in the last two years and it's been a ball it's been fantastic and i am walking 
uh, with fever and joy every single day. Wow, you know, that, that trailer was like pretty good, you know, it actually says a lot, it summarizes everything, but you know, that was awesome, you know, I mean, like, start, I mean, like, you know, you're like 25 right now, right, you know, and that's like something yeah. huge, I mean, most people are like, you know, I think I should wait till 30 to start a company or um, people, I've, I've seen like, I talked to a lot of people who say, who say like, I should be at least 30, you know, before I start off my own venture. And I'm like, you know, that's a, you know, that's a, you know, the age to your, your ventures and there's no age to your dreams and you can start it at even at 23 or you can even start at 60. I mean, it doesn't matter what age you started, but it, it matters what the passion that you have. And, you know, I think Ricky Raymond George had a lot of passion to do what he wants to do. So, Munya, so I want to ask the first question. You know, I want to ask this uh, one one thing. Maybe we're going to get started. So, uh, you worked as a creative consultant, right, with like many organizations like uh, LiveJam and many other nonprofits in India. So, do you think like uh, creative consultancy is like, you know, like becoming a profession uh, and is something that people can uh, people people can go after uh, or pursue as a freelancer. Do you think like uh, it's coming up like a kind of profession like that? Absolutely. Uh, I think there is actually the pandemic created a lot of new job opportunities. That's what I believe. I think uh, creatives are the new athletes. Okay, uh, the pandemic made them <laughs> that uh, because I think a lot of people have realized the importance of storytelling today uh, whether it's your company whether it's your uh, business whether it's your idea you can't share an idea and say hey boss listen to my idea no nobody's listening to your idea if you're just going to call a random guy on the street but if you do it in a unique way he's going to listen to your idea so i saw this i saw this uh, even i saw this i saw this post somewhere i saw this uh, beggar sitting on the street and he said I, I need to make money. I don't know how to make money. Uh, I need to, people are not giving money. So he, he put up this poster that says, which religion is more generous? And he put all the religious <laughs> names in one store and he started, people started giving. And so you see how he, he figured out a way to, uh, to give more money. You see, I think creative consultants are that. They help you figure out a way to communicate your story. They help you figure out a way to share something. Like it's your idea. But it's basically just finding a way to get someone to listen to that idea. You can't force an idea down someone's throat, but you can, you can, you can create FOMO, fear of missing out. And so I think there is so much scope in creative consultancy right now. Um, and I, I, especially in India, when I started off, I, I never knew people would pay for consulting, you know, because like people don't understand the importance of an idea. We were like, it's just an idea, man. What did you do? It's not hard work. And so because we we always assume that it's manual labor <laughs> that we get paid for. Uh, but I think I think that's that's one thing what I that's why I believe, you know, when we were younger, a lot of people said, like, listen to experience. Experience matters. I know that now because it's because I started doing everything young, my experience all the, the piled up to a place where okay, now I'm walking in authority. Ricky Ricky knows what he's talking about. So I think that is important to walk in authority and be be excellent in what you're doing. And if you're good at what you're doing, I'm telling you, there is not a there's not a person who's not going to uh, to honor you for that. And I'll tell you this: I'll be very honest. When I started creative consultancy, a lot of people didn't pay me. Also, I was just doing it for free. But I think that I took that as an experience to a point where people felt guilty of using my ideas, and they started paying me. And once they started paying me, when they started suggesting me to other people, they said, "Hey, this guy is great, but you need to honor him." And so you see, the, the, the chain continued. 
but there was a season where i didn't get paid for it which is okay i believe you know i think it's it's not the moment you're focusing on the money you're going to miss out on the the experience i would say the experience is so important the money will come but if it comes from them it comes in in surplus if it comes because you asked it'll come in limits uh and if if you know my i'll give another example i remember i was yeah, sure, with, uh, i was i was uh, when i started outcast uh it was obviously a lot more like i used to do a lot of free work okay? and and a lot of people questioned me saying hey ricky you're doing everything free you need to start charging people for all the stuff that you're making i said uh i know i need to but i feel like this season god's asking me uh to walk uh, to give it for free and and for me it's been that way like for me i i literally believe my life is nothing without god everything every step i take i think it god plays a role in it and for me i felt like god was saying me hey ricky i think you should continue giving for free and a lot of people question he's like dude there has to be some sort of an income generation model in what you do and i always i didn't know what to say but i uh, so I, i kept giving free 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 to a point where somebody reached out to me and said hey ricky we want to make you to make like a uh five one minute video okay uh and uh, they didn't ask me my charges nothing they said hey listen this is the budget we have we hope that's okay with you now the budget which they showed me was at least 10 times more than what i would have charged you get my point so i think that happened only because i started doing a lot of things not expecting the money i started doing it because i said i got to do this and i got to do it well and when people started giving it came but if they asked me hey ricky what do you charge for something like this i would feel so embarrassed and i'd give them like a smaller amount because you know you always have that oh am I, i'm not that great i'm not that good enough you know you always question yourself but you know you when you start seeing yourself through other people's lenses and thanks to god you are going to see yourself uh, you're going to see the 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 potential you have and the mo- and these moments where people started offering me this started making me realize oh this is the potential of mine you know so i think that was something creative consulting uh, that's my journey towards creative consulting and i started off and and today yeah I'm, this is what i'm doing I think it's uh, wow. You know that's that story was like you know I've never heard your story like this. I mean I've never I've, I've never heard this part of the story. I mean all the like you know Ricky Raymond George is like a pretty known person. I mean who worked with a lot of companies and you know I'm, I I've heard like you know you very young and you know I've heard a lot of people talk about you uh, like that. But I you know I never do like you know you actually had to you know not take remunerations. For the work that you did but you know i mean i i mean i think that is also you know i think that's also a part of the process you know i mean i think that was like a much needed thing so that you know you were improving yourself with every time so every time you design for one person and then you actually redesign the next time you do it and you're trying to make it better i mean you are tra- i mean like practice makes a man perfect and every time you do something it was actually making you the be- taking the better out of you and you know and one thing i think like you know what you, the example that you shared about the the beggar and the religion i mean that is actually you know i think that that is like you know uh, i believe you know there's a thing uh, like there is ideas and there is implementations so when you, when you come with an idea the implementation is done by the creative consultant and you know how much ever it is yeah, i i mean it results in, in in something productive and you know and that is what you know a lot of people are actually going i mean a lot of people are like you know uh, becoming cartoonists right now 
I mean, especially in India. I mean, I would say, you know, when, when I was, I mean, uh, while I was like young, I mean, when I was studying studying for engineering, you know, there was this one particular trend that we always used to see. I mean, uh, there's either doctors, or there's engineers. I mean, there's nothing else. So there's no other profession. These are two like the two. Uh, everything was like you know to localize to these two professions, and people started going after different passions, and you know they understood like okay, there's something like this over there, and you know when uh, when some people went after that, and they went when they succeeded. And, you know, things started changing and, you know, people actually followed that trend. And then they became like, you know, and a, a, a vast uh, a sea of opportunities actually opened up. You know, that, I mean, we, we see actually a lot of creative consultants coming up in India, especially in these days. And, and I think, you know, that's actually, uh, that's actually really great, you know, something like this coming up, you know, and, you know, what, what seems like an underrated profession is now like, you know, is like getting equal paid up. And I think that's actually really great, you know. I mean, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm actually fascinated by your story. I mean, how you, you know, how you actually did it for free, but still, and I mean, you never expected anything in return. I mean, you know, when they gave you the money, it was like, you know, wow, that's actually like, you know, great. I'm like, you know, I'm so, I'm, I'm so, I'm so thrilled, you know. So I mean, like, we're we're just like 10, 15 minutes into the podcast, and I'm already thrilled. Wow, man, I'm like, I'm happy. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I mean, uh, I would actually love to ask you about Outcast. You know, when you started Outcast, you know, how were you, you started Outcast in twenty nineteen, and uh, how were you able to impact the community through Outcast? Uh, impact is a very big word, to be very honest with you. Uh, it's it's, uh, but uh, that is something uh, I think impact is 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 uh, something you don't see at least with the work work we do with Outcast. You don't see it immediately. You you see it in time. Uh, and we're we're seeing that we're seeing that. Um, uh, I, I, let me give you a simple example. When we started Outcast, we, we've been, it's been a year we started Outcast now. And when we started off, we were doing like so many things. Okay, and I remember in the month, just in the month of February, early early March this year, I told my team, I said, guys, do you think people take us seriously? <laughs> I don't think people take us seriously. We're a fun page. You know, we just keep take, talking about all this and people like it. People enjoy it. But there is no impact, man. I'm not seeing this. What do we do? I mean, I don't see the purpose of Outcast. You, you see, that was where we reached, where we we hit a roadblock. And um, and I remember when I, when I was talking to the team, little did I know there was going to be a pandemic that is going to hit us. Uh, you know, and I had no idea. But when we, when it hit us, when the pandemic hit, it was so interesting because it was one, uh, because in India, our prime minister announced that there's going to be a lockdown just for one day. And he said, it's going to be this specific Sunday. It was 22nd of March. And I said, okay, this is interesting. An entire Sunday, no church. What, what, what is the plan of action? So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, now, as Outcast, what can we do to help? There are so many churches out there who are not prepared for this. What can we do for it? And then I saw, I started seeing opportunities. I saw the, you know, pressure always serves to make us strong. You know what I mean? And I think this pressure yeah. was serving to make us like prepared like for being stronger, to get better ideas, to be more equipped. And so... Uh, I called a friend of mine. He's, he runs he, he he runs this fantastic band called Bridge Music. His name is Sam Alex. And I called him and I said, "Hey Sam, listen, I have this idea. This Sunday, there are a lot of churches who don't think they can go online. What if we create worship packs where they can use this for this Sunday? Because I I for some reason I felt I just felt it. It was there was no it was I think it was definitely a 
uh, an inspiration or uh, uh, a nudge from God where I felt like I sensed that, okay, there is a possibility that this could happen for a while. So what if this happens for a while? One Sunday, fine. Two Sundays, fine. Three Sundays, it'll get difficult. How And they were not prepared for this. Nobody saw this happening. And in India, as much as we want to um, hide from it, we are, most of us don't think well in advance. Like we have a conference, we only think about the conference. We don't think about the next year conference like the West. You know what I mean? The West is thinking about the next five years. In India, we're thinking of this conference and we're thinking of the budget. And I don't blame it. It's because of the cultures, because of uh, the way things happen, the money and all these things that, that play, have a factor in it. So, so, I mean, so we were not, so a lot of people didn't see this coming. So I had a college, Sam, we had a meeting uh, for nine hours. Sam did a sound check. We did worship packs. We created four worship packs. Okay. This happened on, on a Friday, on a Thursday. We edited it all night. We made sure the packs were available on a Friday night and Saturday for people to download. And Sunday, people had to use it. And that Sunday, I remember at least 500 churches used that worship pack. At least. Wow. As of today, almost 3,000, 4,000 churches have downloaded it. Like conferences, churches definitely have used it. But five, at least 500 churches have used it. And I'll tell you this. What I was grateful for, okay? Don't get me wrong. But I was grateful for, thank God we didn't get this idea from the West. You know, that's literally what I said. You know, it's an original idea. You know, because I'll tell you this, uh, Matthew. <laughs> we, did this, we did this in March, okay? And I remember Kerry Joe comes up with the worship pack uh, five, uh, two, three months or five weeks later. And I'm like, okay, great. We did it way before. Kerry Joe. Yes, finally something in India. <laughs> <laughs> An achievement. <laughs> Not from the West. You know what I mean? And so we, we saw a lot of people create worship packs but much, much later. And I said, wow, this is something that we, we thought about. And it's, it's, it's again, walking in authority, walking with the fact that nobody is doing it, let's do it. We never said that because all the time we're always looking at uh, seeing things saying, uh, nobody's done it, let me, you know, uh, we shouldn't do it. We're always looking for someone else to do first, you know. And so to start something in authority is so difficult. So anyways, so that is when we realized, okay, Outcast is going to have a lot of work for the next few months. And so one year we were just doing random stuff. We were creating content, creating a buzz around the country. People were following us, liking what we're doing, but there was no impact. And all of a sudden, lockdown happened. We have worship packs we're creating every almost we released about seven worship packs i don't know for easter for new for palm sunday we created exclusive worship pack and some of the biggest musicians in the country worked with us for this and we didn't we didn't have, we don't have the money for it because we're a we're a, we're literally an ngo in a way you know we were serving and people were just volunteering left right center you know and because they believed in the idea okay, I need to do something about this. Who can make this happen? Outcast can make it happen. Let's reach out to them. And then we started making stuff like that. And then we started making Sunday school material for kids. Then we started making youth material. So we started doing so many things. And all of a sudden we're like, okay, we started one year ago not knowing there's a pandemic going to happen. And today we're the hot topic of a pandemic. You know what I mean? And I think <laughs> that impact takes time, but it happens. So I would say impact takes time, but it happens. That I would say. 
don't if you're looking for immediate impact two things that don't work immediately is immediate gratification and immediate impact you know what i mean <laughs> they don't work well and they don't last it's this right now again we are not charging people anything for this but on a long run people are going to remember us for serving the church and the serving the community in a time of crisis uh, i think that's There's like you know that's actually church. great you know that's actually really awesome you know like you, know, you were, i mean literally when people thought you guys are the outcast and then all of a sudden and everybody started depending on the outcast so i mean it became technically i mean like honestly it's ironic you know i mean outcast being doing a lot of stuff that actually impacts the community through in and out you know impact i mean like 4000 churches i mean that's like huge i mean you know doing specialized packs for all festivals and you know doing sunday school stuff and there are kids church i mean youth churches i mean that's something like you know i mean i don't think you know you actually did you ever have that did you ever you, you i mean you never would have thought like this is what outcast would out to be uh, but you know uh, in the process i mean it became it made a huge impact to a country which is stuck with lockdown i mean it's actually huge i mean you know this is something you know that's something that i mean others look up to it and yeah, i still remember like carry job releasing a five worship packs during that time you know i was like oh, yeah that's like you know something uh, something like you know we never expected i mean but you know coming something from an original idea from india i mean you know, that's actually pretty awesome man i mean you know it's actually huge i mean it's like i mean it's it's very inspiration very motivation i mean people are actually looking up to you guys you know a lot of people actually a lot of creatives actually in india look up to you guys what, what do you guys do and uh, with everything that you do. i mean even your post i mean even like you know even those posts that you guys do it makes a lot of difference and people actually look up to that and people are actually impacted by that you know that's actually great that's actually huge but sir i mean uh, i i want to ask this but this is this one is actually going to be like a uh for love crescent or you just said you know you recently directed the tamil version of the song the blessing right and you know you were working with an entirely virtual choir i mean guitars keyboard drums everything separate i mean you know and vocal separate i mean how what kind of an experience was that i mean i, I mean how, how do you describe it so uh so here's what i did i was a, i was a director for it okay but the role, the the credit goes to the entire team okay uh because i'll tell you this uh you it was it was not and it was not a single person's job it was it was it was a, a couple of people coming together and trusting each other in that you know in that process in the hardest thing to do in 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 when you're creating co-creating something is two things one is make making the decisions because everyone's got an idea nobody is satisfied with the idea so somebody has to be the bad guy and says you know what let's go with this idea so if it doesn't work he faces the brunt of it if it works he gets the glory you know what i mean so it's it's always that way and so i'm grateful for amazing grace as she is the the one who put this together and she was that person who was walking in authority again in 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 um, like you know saying hey ricky i trust you on this why don't you do it you know uh and she i mean like as i i she somebody told her about us and and then she came and then we i and again she didn't look at my age she didn't look at like the fact that i i have only very few videos that i've directed uh she's not got she's not looking for portfolio she just said hey i i see something in you and i think we all need those moments where somebody trusts you you know what i mean uh and i think we all have we all will get them at some point you know because we need those moments where somebody's like hey man i see something in you i want to work with you and you know i want to honor you for that also whether it's monetary whether it's so different ways you know 
and so she came up to me and she said hey ricky this is the idea i have what I, and i don't want a virtual choir where people are in cubes and singing you know because i think everyone's done that and i'm tired of it and then um, so we started thinking and and because it was a tamil blessing i thought we should keep it personal we wanted to talk about uh, the culture of tamil nadu and we want because uh the the uh, the one thing about tamil nadu was the dignity of labor is very high whether you're a coolie or whether you're a auto driver or you're a you're a businessman the the respect you get for both is very high at least in the city and also so obviously there is your discrimination with caste and all this thing but that's not very high at this stage of where we are right there is always these things happening all throughout india but there is that respect you no know, you respect everybody around with whatever they don't they don't they don't they don't look down upon you for, for having a a smaller job and what we thought we wanted to celebrate that because what we realized is blessing in in the pandemic is not riches is not gold is not money blessing in fact blessing was never that blessing is is the small things blessing is having a job when people are losing a job blessing is still going to work when you're supposed to sit at home and and not make the money blessing is sitting safe and healthy when some people are struggling blessing is um being able to attend church online when the church doors are shut you know you know all those kind of things are blessing right uh, and so we wanted to celebrate that so that is what the concept was that's what we thought we'd talk about and that's what we used in that video now this is idea now it's a idea nobody did so amazing grace had to trust me with again the element of trust so she trusted my idea and then she said okay fine what do we do and then i i shared this with gershomana who is this fantastic video editor from chennai uh, he is like i think he's one of the best in the country uh, when it comes to worship and 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 your any any sort of music video he's he's actually one of the best right now i i've seen his work uh, uh, and he's very uh, again he walks with excellence everything he does he does with excellence so i said you know it's a great collaboration and he again he trusted me and he is much much older than me but he said ricky if this is what your idea is i'm willing to work with you and he gave, he allowed me to be a leader over there you know allowed me to uh, to walk there to and that is again to find people who are older than you have much more experience than you but to trust you because you're walking in excellence is that is something again i found as favor in my life you know and and then everything put everything together it became something very beautiful something uh there was a niche something that stood out in the pandemic uh, and then you have fantastic music by gibson dore who killed it with the music he was right now the yeah. hot topic of the country he is so good with his music no doubt about it and and so good that the blessing india team used his track for this so amazing grace and gibson obviously credit goes to both of them and they both had shared the bgm for the blessing india version and so they started working with blessing india team and stuff like that. so it it start and then it was from a blessing tamil it worked so well that blessing india happened with some of the biggest names with the same track with all this thing and the same editor gesham was the editor uh, so it became the same team working together obviously the concept and idea was from red sea again credits to them they again worked with so much excellence and all that stuff so they did a fantastic job so a small idea someone said hey ricky i trust you and today it became something else you know and i think that is that's all what we need you know we all need those small moments 
and that one person to trust us you know i think yeah that's actually you know great i mean you know from what you know what that one word you know ricky i trust you from amazing grace that one one sentence that you said that actually you know created the tamil blessing and then that actually went on to the next platform to the making of the indian india blessing in different languages and create i mean i guess you guys worked as creative consultants and also the editor i mean the media consultants and marketing staff with the same right you know i think i i saw that yeah. i mean you know what came out from one sentence you know came as a real blessing to an entire country and many other countries around the world you know that's actually you know something else like you know from one word you know things happen you know and you know most i mean you know when we act you know i think that's like really great you know and more when most people say hey i trust you you know i think these are the words that most people want to hear um, most people are like you know hey i trust you you know when someone says that you know how i mean i think it's like you know it it, it gives much more like you know it gives a self confidence in yourself and you're like in court okay someone trust me not just me but someone else trust me and then you know that gets that actually gets you the motivation and the inspiration to do things forward i mean i think like, that's like really great you know and how you know you guys made it it's like it's like really great i mean i i must say this it was a huge blessing to me as well I mean, I believe like a lot more like me and I think I think it's really great. But yeah, but I'm I'm just going to go ahead and you know go ahead and you know on this one question this is the last question and I think this is like one thing that most creative can I mean you just told like you know since covid hit since the pandemic hit a lot of people have become um, a lot of people started exploring creative consultancy. So but before covid hit I mean uh, how have you actually made changes to your strategies and workplaces since covid hit? uh i'll tell you this um i think the there was no i think what there was no massive strategy change only what changed was um was consistency so we had to increase consistency in what we do for example if we were saying a story one day a week we need to make us say a story five days a week now because people need a story you know uh, so the consistency like the 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 frequency continued and the consistency helped so we had to stay consistent especially to be in touch with our audience with the be in touch with our uh, our market got it so uh, what changed is definitely the hustle has increased the work has increased the effort has um, increased but i think what uh, what stays with us from pre pandemic is we need to still stick to structures that is we need rest because you will get exhausted we need uh, moments of 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 of, of uh, we need a time out because we will lose it so uh because i i one thing i hate about the advertising industry is or rather detest is the word i would use is it's 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 become so much about i mean one of the things i regretted being part of advertising was i said my whole life i'm going around trying to impress people with my idea and that that was t- practically sad you know that's why with hochebag i got so i i mean i love the company i keep doing what what i do but i always have to do it for somebody else it was never and it's always like somebody who's not a designer coming and telling mm, i'm not too impressed with it and so we have to sell it to them and we have to keep giving them different ideas and we have to impress somebody else and it's very sad when you have to do this on a regular basis you know you're literally depending on other people's uh, opinion to survive you know that's uh, advertising in a, in a nutshell you know and i needed an outlet and i think <laughs> our podcast was that outlet 
when I said, when somebody didn't like, like, because obviously we worked with a lot of churches with my company as whole shebang. And I remember sharing a lot of ideas and a lot of people didn't, didn't believe that idea or didn't trust the idea because they were afraid to step into that idea because of it's not done anywhere. So we started doing an outcast just to say, Hey man, it's possible. So then we started seeing that the moment we started doing an outcast, they're giving people confidence. Okay, this works. This, this, this method works. And that's helped us increase our clientele, by the way. Uh, our clientele at you know, the whole shebang increased because of the work we do in Outcast because it happens from, from hey, this is our idea. And we and in Outcast, we strongly believe in honor where honor is due. So we definitely believe in crediting people. So we, we saw people liking that. And when they came to us from Outcast, it came to us saying, Ricky, we know what you're doing. Can you do that for us? It didn't come from Ricky. We know what we want. You should do that for us. You see, there's a difference in both those lines. Correct? So that is when creative consulting works. Creative consulting is not you going there to listen to somebody else. Creative consulting is you going to someone with your expertise, taking their ideas and only to take it to a whole new level. So there has to be an element of give and take. Then it's not an element saying, listen, I'm paying you. You do what I'm telling you to do. If that's what they're paying you for, don't do that. Run, run five kilometers away. It's not worth it, you know, uh, because it's true because it's not worth your time and effort to put so much, uh, to, to give so much to someone when they're going to do what they're going to do. And you're not going to see results because you're doing literally something someone who's not a creative consultant is asking you to do. So he, he is, so he's literally getting you to do something what he wants to do and paying you for it, which is still, which is honestly not adding value to. So always learn to say no, you know, and anyways, I'll not divert from the topic, but the topic was, so I think structures remain the same, but consistency and the work has increased. So you need to really figure out how to balance it out, how to say no to something, how to say yes to something. And, you know, and uh, five knows one yes. That's the formula. Got it? Five knows one yes. Uh, because <laughs> I mean, because that, yes. Has, that increased demand, you know, that increased because people will be like, oh, okay, he must be good at what he does. That's why he's saying, no, I need to work with him. Let me wait for a few more weeks. Because, you know, clients want things by yesterday. So if they say, hey, listen, I want this tomorrow. Say, sorry, I can't give it to you by tomorrow. I'm, I, I want to give you my best. So tomorrow's unreal timeline for me. Sorry, I'll not do it. And then all of a sudden, if they, if they, and if they see you're good, when you say no, they'll say, okay, I'm willing to wait for one more week. Can you work with me? You see, there is, so there is a point, possibility of waiting. Everybody wants everything early. Got it. But if there is a possibility of waiting and if they, if you're good at what you do, I think you will, you will uh, kill it in this industry. Wow. You know, I mean, like, you know, your story, I mean, you know, even though like, you know, how you actually even, I mean, like, how expertise matters a lot, you know, in, especially in this industry, especially in the consultancy industry, um, where like a lot of creatives are popping up every day. I mean, you know, in a, in a country of like 1.3 billion population like India and a lot of educated people coming up in every new city. So, I mean, like, you know, this is from, you're saying from Hyderabad, I mean, same from Chennai, same from Mumbai, same from Kuchin, same from Delhi, same from Calcutta. I mean, a lot of different cities, a lot of people like these are coming up. 
and i think they find it very hard to thrive because of these very reasons but you know when they actually do these things i mean when they actually rely on the expertise i mean you know when actually when you when people actually see your content and people approach you for your content i mean rather than you approaching them i think that makes a big much bigger impact because that person needs you and more rather more 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 i would say like that person believes in your work i mean even in that one single post you know and that actually makes a huge impact rather than you get them you actually searching for clients you know i think you know I like most things like most people want is like you know they they want a lot of clients I even mean, even though they starting started and they, they, since it's one month maybe two months but they like they're still looking for clients but you know and I mean if they actually use social media I mean a lot of platforms are available today in in this world I mean social media has become a vast a vast place for people to show off their content I mean I think like the 7.76 billion people in the world and almost 4 billion plus people of them actually use social media every day I mean that's actually a huge number and you know when you actually can utilize that those statistics you know as a creative concept in any industry you know i think that is going to be making a huge impact you know in the community around you and you know i think that people are going to value you for your work and rather than underpaying you they're going to give you the right amount i mean they're going to honor you with the right amount than what you were looking for just like you know you told in your story and i think that's that's like you know the new trend that is coming up and i believe you know that's actually coming up in, in especially in india you know uh, things like this are coming up and i i believe in these years you know we are going to see an exponential increase in consultants and exponential increase in in people actually valuing media work and you know i think that's going to be happening soon in our country but i just want to ask you this one last thing i mean this is actually you know i think yeah, i should have asked this in the beginning you know can you do the uh, flashback story about how you started whole che bank and how you started outcast you know a quick out uh, a quick flashback okay okay so yeah this goes back to uh, my life uh, uh, when i was in my high school that is your 11th and 12th grade uh, i failed my math i wanted to be an architect okay i wanted to be an architect so bad i thought i calling is to be an architect i love drawing i love buildings i love i love even till today i love interior decorations i love archi- architectures most more than my creative pages i follow architectural page okay i love architecture and um, all i needed was 20 60% of my math okay for my to, because like i wrote my nata national aptitude test test for architecture and uh, i and i and I, you know sometimes when you're walking when you have a plan in life uh, and you're like so desperate towards it you're doing everything right but but you know there's a better plan and when you surrender to this higher authority and for me it was god and and you're like god you take control you take control it's a very dangerous prayer to make you know actually <laughs> that because when you say god take control uh, you can't pray you can't say god take control or let your will be done and then ask a demand you know what i mean cuz you know like <laughs> what if it's not a lie you know like it's you know it's it's in all seriousness i'm saying this but but uh, it happened for me that way like i was an architect i chose to be an architect cuz i i i thought i liked it. i probably i still do like it somewhere but it was a lot more soothing for my parents to hear he wants to be an architect than to hear something else design was never in the play. no graphic design was like not even a career option in my head you know so i failed my math in my 12th and i i was so disappointed i had another write, i could write it again in the month of may but i just i just knew i can't i just knew at that point i i just couldn't and i have a friend who was sitting next to me in my class he said ricky i don't think you can he told me to my face i don't think you can and and i knew somebody had to tell it to me because 
probably I didn't. You know, and then he said, okay, I'm going to come and talk to your parents saying, you know what, you're going to change your subject. Uh, on my 12th, okay, after 12th, when you want to change your subject from math to another subject, uh, just to write your exam to clear your 12th, uh, you have to wait a year. So my parents made me take a year off and they sent me to Chennai. Okay. Uh, my relatives were in Chennai, so I was in Chennai for a year. And just to kill time, I joined this graphic design course in the small institute. And I was so depressed, so suicidal, so uh, like purposeless, hopeless. You know what I mean? I just felt like there's nothing left in me to do. I mean, I just was convinced that I, I have no purpose in life. You know, that is why that is why I keep talking about God in my life. Because I think though I was I was literally a nobody. I was literally uh, fine praying that I could die someday. I because my death would have no value in somebody's life. You know, that's literally was my prayer. Like if I die, the world is not going to lose anything. You know, it's going to be a speck of dust. You know, that's a matter of it. And that's how I was convinced who I was. So, and there I found God. You know, and not and again, let's be real. When you find God, it's not going to be like, oh, you found God, you're going to be rich. Or you're going to find your purpose in life. No, that's absolutely not the thing. I found God and I was still suicidal. I found God and I was still depressed. But I was still able to walk uh, more every day. Walk to my institute every day. Uh, figure out my course. And then I moved. I decided, I finished one year. I wrote my exam. I passed. And I said, okay, I'm going to Hyderabad. I moved to Hyderabad. And I knew my parents didn't come from much. So I knew my first year college fees, my parents would afford Second year, I need to work hard and I need to pay my fees just so that I can support my family in some way. And I was feeling terrible and guilty because I wasted their money for that one year. So I started working for an advertising agency. In my summer internship of second year, I joined an advertising industry, uh, agency, sorry. Uh, and I started, uh, they loved my work so much. They said, hey, can you continue even after you get back to college? I said, uh, sure, uh, why not? And, uh, and I started working after college hours, so sometimes during college hours. And then they, they allowed me to work from home. I was the only employee who was allowed to work from home. And, 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 and this, is, uh, this is when I was, what, 19 years old. And again, thank you so much for great leaders. My boss, is, his name was Adish Vergis. He trusted me again. He said, hey, I think you're great at what you do. Go for it. And um, uh, I was, uh, that, 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 that way, my second year of college, I started, like sec- third year of college and second year, summer those whole thing i started working uh from home and i became by in the next few months the main designer left the company so i was the sole art director for an entire advertising agency while i was in college not going to office working from home you see and this is at 19 you know and i mean at 19 my friends were trying to figure out can i get a girlfriend can i uh, oh, this is uh, uh, oh, this is drugs. You know what I mean. So everybody else are doing something else, and I'm sitting here thinking, I wanted to pay my college fees, bro. So I think again, struggle was good because it gave me a reason to pursue a passion. So I did that, and um, I was playing music. I was playing. Uh, I was doing my. Um, I was you know pursuing my my, uh, my design with uh, with advertising. I started working with some of the biggest. I said, we worked with movies, Bollywood industry in releasing their movies online. We worked with, um, you know, some JK tires, which is like a big tire company in India. And some of the biggest names, I got to work with their campaigns at 19. And that is like, literally, I was like, whoa. And all this being the only designer and the art director at the space. 
you know and then uh, by end of third year i joined that company for a year and i i stayed there for a year and i knew in that one year i wanted to go to this college called hillsong in australia and uh, i applied for it now this is the interesting part sorry if it's taking too long but i'll try and wrap it up soon okay this is the interesting part so, <laughs> no worries <laughs> i wanted to go to australia in the month i decided in jan 2018 i'm going to go to australia and study i saw the fee structure is not too much so i assumed the loan is going to come in very easily and uh, i told my boss that time i said i'm going to leave in the month of may um so this is going to happen uh, and my boss had just moved to ireland that year so he was working from ireland and the few a small team was working in hyderabad and we were doing well um uh, and i said i said decided i'm going to leave in jan and when i left in jan i told that to him and i said so i'm going to leave in may i told him and he said okay uh, this is coming as a shocker but yeah go for it so i started i applied for hit song i was ready to go i'm like all game and in my head my contingency plan was hit song doesn't work i can always continue in this company because this company is there you know what i mean uh, it's always going to be there because they they are happy with what work i'm doing so in, in the month of may if i don't go i can still continue they'll be happy to do it but in the month of april my boss calls me up and says hey since ricky is leaving and i am in ireland i think it's time for us to shut this company down in april oh now my contingency plan had gone for a toss okay no contingency plan i said okay probably this is a sign i'm definitely going to hill song that's probably me walking in faith i should believe that early no contingency plan plan b is to make plan a happen you know what i mean so <laughs> i definitely was pursuing that but the worst thing happened uh hillsong gave me admission letter saying we will only give you admission if you show us the bank the amount in your bank account my come uh, the the banks were not giving me loan because they said you you we need to see the admission letter to give you a loan so there's this fix one's not giving me the other other ones are giving so i was like what is happening and i felt terrible and i felt helpless and i gave up i gave up and i said god come on this is supposed to be like my move okay uh but yeah and at that point i was actually i went and met my 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 wife that time girlfriend's parents and i told her them that i'm i'm this is my plan for hill song and and they come from a very very um uh, like established family they 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 are settled down in life so i have a lot of pressure in me to be like at least in a good place you know and now my company is shut uh hillsong is not happening because i told them i'm going to hillsong that is not happening now what do i do you know and i was literally they were literally like i mean now after speaking to them about what all i do all of a sudden i am literally on the roads doing nothing and i said you know the worst what's the worst that can happen let's start a company because i think one thing i told my life was i will never start a company i was so confident i'll never be a never start a company because i thought oh my gosh too much stress you know and i started again in pressure pressure serves to make you stronger and i started a company with my business partner who was my bandmate and vocalist pranati khanna and we both sat together and her aunt was like you know what uh, uh, you know you should always why don't you consider starting a company and then she looked at me like ricky you don't have a job i don't have a job let's start a company and then we started a company called hostman <laughs> and uh, uh, we started off in a coffee shop and then we started getting clients and today we are about 10 employees we're doing well we're 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 enjoying ourselves we did not suffer in the pandemic we were doing so well in the pandemic we didn't have to cut salaries or fire anybody so again that happened 
And then in the in the next one, again, for me, Hillsong was a significant thing because I wanted Hillsong to give me the identity to help the churches. Because if, oh, he's from Hillsong. If Ricky says something, his Hillsong adds value to it. So that's how I wanted to go. But I think God had different plans. And when I started Outcast, God gave me authority and identity through Outcast, which was given by God, which is from India. And I'm not Ricky from Hillsong who knows what he's doing. I'm Ricky from Outcast who knows what he's doing. And Outcast is definitely a God-given identity. And so you see, uh, I was trying to find my identity from something else, but it came in a whole different way. So I think that is how Outcast, TWS, and my marriage and everything happened. Because I again thought my marriage is going to slow me down. I was like, oh no, this is not, I can't get married right now. I'm on a hustle road. But then, you know, I got married and only I only went from glory to glory. I went from one place, I started only going to a newer heights, newer promotion. And it's only because people around me were better than me. I had people who loved me, who who comforted me, who were not looking down at me. At the same time, I had a God who was 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 walking with me, fighting with me, and you know, and in this journey. And I think that is that is my story. That is Ricky Raymond in a nutshell. Well, you know, that's actually, you know, I think I, there's a lot I can relate to it because, you know, I, I mean, there's a lot of similarity in what you actually said to my story as well. But, you know, I think that's like, you know, a huge thing what God did through you, you know, I mean, rather than Ricky from Hillsong, it's like Ricky from Outcast. And I like that part very much, you know, Ricky from Outcast. That makes a huge difference, you know. I mean, when people actually see you, I mean, I mean, work, you, you, I mean you are still 20, you're 25 and you have worked with, worked with a lot of a lot of brands. I mean, even like LiveJap and a lot of non-profits and you've worked as a marketing agent, a creative consultant. And it, it's been like, you know, something that most people actually around your age, you know, I mean, would look up and say, you know, I'm actually jealous of you. You know, I think that's what people actually would say to you. I mean, because you had, you are, you are, you are, you had explored so much and you attained so much in such a short time with God's favor and, you know, um, by people trusting you. And I think that's very much important. You know, I think that is like something uh, we actually need to look up to. I mean, people, I mean, we need to trust God sometimes. And, you know, even though the, the path ahead might seem dark. And also we need to make sure that the people around us, you know, put up, trust us and we trust them. You know, that's what makes a better team. And that's when a teamwork actually comes into place, you know. And, you know, right now I'm starting Outcast and starting uh, the whole shebang, you know, from just two people to actually 10 employees right now. And, you know, and that's how I ran a business rather that, that rather bloomed during the uh, 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 COVID pandemic. You know, that's actually huge. And that story is, I believe that's going to be a great motivational story to people who are going to listen to this podcast, maybe now, maybe two weeks from later from the Zell, or even maybe six months or maybe years later when people actually hear this I believe they are going to be changed so much. I believe they are going to be impacted so much by the story. And but I just want to—I mean, I want to say thank you, Ricky. Thank you so much for coming over here and you know sharing your story, speaking so much, so 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 much light. You know, I think this is going to be an eye opener for a lot of creative people, a lot of creative consultants, a lot of designers as well. Now, I really wanted to say thank you so much for being on the show. You know, it's actually an absolute honor and an absolute pleasure pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Matthew. It's been an honor for me to share this with you. Uh, thank you. And thank you for doing what you do. I keep telling this to a lot of people who are doing something today and you're doing a podcast. It's not easy. Uh, so yeah, thank you. Uh, and you're awesome, man. 
It's such a big, big, good conversation uh, with you. No, no, you, you're <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Not me, you're much awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So that's the end of the session. And thank you so much, guys, for listening. That was you, Raymond Jard, the co-founder of the Holster Bank and Outcast, uh, the, ex- the, the director of the Blessing, the Tamil version, and an entrepreneur and a creative consultant. So the links to Ricky Raymond Jard's personal pro- portfolios and his organizations would be up in the podcast descriptions. Go check him out and maybe give a shout out, maybe give a follow to him on Instagram. And maybe you can even approach, you know, you can actually recommend him to some clients. And I can tell you by the works that I've seen on Instagram and the, by the works that he has done, he's an absolute fit. And, you know, I think he's going to design, right? His, his designs are actually, you know, really creative and really impressive. So go ahead and check him out. And once again, thank you, Ricky, for being on this. And thank you so much, all the listeners who are listening to this. We hope that this is going to be an eye-opener and, you know, this sheds light into your life, even if you're a creative consultant or if you're an entrepreneur, whatever you are. I mean, I believe that this story is actually going to impact you. Once again, thank you so much, listeners. Stay tuned for the next episode of our podcast with someone new. And, you know, stay tuned till then. Bye-bye.